what's the most important to you? Shoes, bags, jewelry? I mean, I know it's not an accessory, but like coats. Coats. Coats forever. You know that I love coats. There's nothing like women. Like you have, like a, you have like a shoe rack. Like I've had a coat closet. I've never not had a coat closet wherever I live. Hi, I'm Ariel Charnas, and this is In House, my podcast about all the happenings in my life. Whether it's fashion, entrepreneurship, marriage, or mom life, you'll hear it all right here on In House. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of In House with me, Ariel Charnas. A lot of you have been asking for a fashion dedicated episode, so today's episode is going to be all about that. My older sister, Danielle, is an accomplished stylist who dresses some of the most incredible people in entertainment, fashion, and more. So who better to join me to talk current trends, must-wears, and more? And just in case you missed it, you can head back to our previous episode where Danielle and I talked about our childhood and her career as a stylist. So welcome back, Danielle. Hi, Dan. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. I mean, everyone is requesting to hear you talk about fashion trends and tips. So I'm very grateful that you decided to come back on. Happy to be here. How do you keep track of what's trending and in style? I don't think that I do keep track of what's trending and in style. I think that like the way that I'm able to stay true to what I love is kind of what inspires me outside of what's trendy. And I think that inevitably, usually the things that I like tend to show themselves a bit later in the months. And I don't. So you're a trendsetter. I wouldn't say I'm a trendsetter, (laughs) but I think I know what's coming. So like a great example of that would be like I'd say like in the fall when I came back to New York and you and I were talking and you were like what do you think is going to be like the new thing yeah I'm like I think cargo pants are going to be like a huge thing and you were like there's no way that cargo pants are going to be a thing and I was like Ariel I'm telling you like utilitarian (laughs) dressing is going to be a thing and about two weeks ago you texted me a photo and you were like so I'm wearing cargo pants (laughs) (laughs) that was really funny same with the tennis skirts. Yeah, exactly. Or like three summers ago, you were like, are you wearing a tennis skirt? And I was like, yeah, I just like think it's cute. And, you know, I think and then us like two summers later, like, you know, you guys were making tennis skirts. I think for me, by the time it get it trickles down into more of a mainstream trend. Yeah, I tend to be over it. On the next thing already. Yeah. And it's not. But I'm also not a, a really trendy person. Yeah. Particularly. So I would never be able to be like, these are the trends, but I definitely can tell when I'm gravitating towards something. It's probably because the people that I'm paying attention to are people are like designers and people that maybe are a bit more ahead. And it hasn't trickled down to like the more like mass market. How do trends even become a thing? Like how we're like, how does that even I think designers predict the trends. I think that like if you go to a, you know, a production space like where they're making like designer collections like all the factories have certain fabrics that are selling really well or maybe they're right. pushing those fabrics so that's why you see like a lot of in a lot of shows like there'll be like a consistency of like oh like eve klein blue is like the biggest color for fall but right. it's like there's a reason all the designers have that fabric or that color you know so i think you know or it's like there's you know art and film you know, there's mm-hmm. definitely things where uh, I mean, I've never seen the show, but I remember I feel like that was it was a thing that show Bridgerton where like yeah. all these people were like super obsessed with kind of these like Renaissance and kind of more regal, like corseted Victorian looks. And, you know, you're just inspired, inspired by yeah by what's trending at the time. So it's like and that's what makes fashion to me so fun because it's for everyone. Yeah. 
and everyone gets to have an opinion. So how do people like for for anyone listening and trying to style themselves to like look on trend right now? What advice do you have for them? I would say that the last thing you should be thinking about is what's on trend. But Danielle, most people look to like, you know, these collections and these like and magazines and sh- and influencers to see what is trendy, right? Completely. I guess I just feel like the thing that's going to be the best for anyone when they're styling themselves is what looks best on them. Yeah. Because if you're wearing a trend and it doesn't match your body type or it doesn't right. suit you as a person, then it's never going to translate. And that's why you're like, why doesn't this trend work on me? It's like the same way that like, you know. So if you don't feel good in it, then you know it's not that trend's not Exactly. For you. It's like if I it's like, you know, right now I'm five months pregnant. And when yeah. I thought about being pregnant, I imagine like, you know, when people are pregnant, they're so like bohemian and ethereal. And like you even gave me like a couple dresses because I was like, that's not really my vibe. And I put it on. And I was like, I look insane. <laughs> and that's OK. And it's not that it's not trendy. It's not that it's not cool. It just doesn't match me aesthetically like it doesn't suit who i am yeah that's how i feel about cargo pants exactly like i'm upset so, that i splurged on them and exactly they so just... that's why i would say to veer away from the trends because you're gonna end up wasting your money yeah and if you're going to go into the trends i would say maybe that's not the space to splurge yeah you know maybe do like a fast fashion which is not something i would usually condone but i think for a trend if you really want to try it do that first because it's going to come and go are there any recent trends that you didn't agree with i i don't think it's fair for me to say i wouldn't agree with them i think that like you know ultimately like certain trends just don't translate for me i think that um i think that having a trend that you love is kind of like loving a band yeah you know like tennis skirts is a great example like i bought those tennis skirts i was obsessed with them i wore them all the time and that was like three or three summers ago and then they got trendy and i like got sad because summer came around and, like I wanted to wear the trend right. and I couldn't because I felt like it already been done or I was going to show up and be dressed like somebody else. Yeah, that's like your worst nightmare. But, you know, what's so interesting is I feel that my overall aesthetic has become quite trendy. Yes. Which has been very interesting for me. What's trendy now is to like not be trendy. Exactly. Everyone's like, I'm simple. Like I've always been simple. Yeah. <laughs> and like I just like like timeless pieces. And, you know, I just have like a simple wardrobe and you're just like, it's true. It's true. I, I'm guilty of it a little bit. It's so crazy. I've become trendy. My style has become trendy. Like if I show up to meet you for dinner now, there's a chance that we might be in an outfit that's similar, which is not something I've ever experienced before. No, but I don't. I'm not to that extreme. No, yeah. but I'm saying like you're still like in, an, in a button down with like a, a, a smart pant and like a loafer. It's a Chelsea boot. Fine. But you know what I mean? The point is, is like I've ultimately become a trend. Well, yes. But can I tell you whose outfit I copied today? Mm. Like I copied Mary Kate's outfit and I feel like I've always done that from day one. So yeah, she's your true style. She's my true inspo. So sometimes I'll dress, you know. I feel that you're a very, um, a very dresser. Yeah, you're a real mix. I like your mixed bag. You never know what you're going to get with you. No, it's fun. I like that. It's very mood moody based. No, I like that about you, too. I think it's also kind of it makes it easy for you to like. I feel like so much of the work that I do when I'm styling clients is like shop. Like I'm not shopping necessarily, but when I'm pulling clothes, I'm pulling it with the thought of them in my mind of like, what would they like? Yeah. And it's so funny because I feel like 
so much. Like you're someone that I could kind of there's so there's so many ways to hit it. Yeah. Speaking of of trends, do you remember a trend in the past that like became a trend and was like ridiculous? I mean, I definitely do. Definitely. Probably like block them out of my mind. Hot loops. That's not a trend. That's like a childhood. That was so like, trendy. I know. I love that. Butterfly I clips. Say, like, this, I love butterfly clips or like the Steve Madden, like um, big, oh, bulky, yeah. like it's what's been so interesting for me now. And I bet you can relate to this more is like they I have, I've only felt old when I yeah. saw that my teenage dressing has become now what like 20 something year olds wear. I know. It's so crazy. And they're like, yeah, like Y2K. And you're like. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> you're like so that's how true. I dressed for high school. TikTok, like that's what we used to wear. Yeah, so it's like that's trying. Like they see photos, like oh my god, where'd you get that camera? It's like yeah, it was the camera I had. It's <laughs> so true. <laughs> They're like all buying like digital cameras, like which is what we used, you know. Yeah, it's just an interesting reference, but like that movie Devil Wears Prada when uh, Meryl Streep talks about cerulean blue. Yeah, it's the best scene, and like and. The, but that's literally what a trend is. How it trickled out. Exactly. And that's the whole point is that like it's for everybody, but it's, you know, it, it moves yep. through different just like. Yeah. Stages kind of. Yeah. And it starts on the runway. It starts somewhere that's even that the runway is inspired by. And then yeah. ultimately it ends and like you see someone wearing it and you're like, OK, well. But how do they all get the me- the same memo? I truly think it's from like the factories and the fabrications. And it's also. They, there's the there's this for me like you're like how do you know before it's like there's a whole other space of trend before yeah. it becomes trendy quote unquote where it's trendy in like the world of high-end designer fashion which is probably you know a world that like you're gonna if you're a stylist you're paying more attention to what are some brands that you think are setting tre- like do like the best brands that set trends like the ones that you like would look at and be like, I think without question, I like the reference for me always is the road just because of what I'm drawn to. Like, I don't like a lot of patterns and I love color theory and I feel that nobody does colors yeah. like the row because they pick up on colors that like that. There's like a teal button down that you had bought and Michaela bought me for my birthday. And that's a color I would never, ever pick up. Yeah. Oh, that color is so good on you. But my point is, is that like I love that color it's like these special colors and it's just like yeah and i think for me like whenever i go see art you know on a weekend with my husband i'll take like close-up photos of paintings with colors that really speak to me that like you can't really like you don't see in clothes you have to like make those colors and it's also for a brand it's kind of scary to like use a color like that because exactly you're taking a chance but it's the truth is is that they know that they're good and they know that the right people will get it and I think that that's yeah. ultimately and I feel that way in anything that like anyone should do. It's like you just you don't need to be everything for everyone. You just need to be who you are to the best of your ability to the people that get you. Right. You know, and that can speak for the something Navy customer that could speak for somebody who follows me as a stylist. Like I don't I'm not going to appeal to everybody, but the people that get me and my style are going to be responsive. And that's who I'm doing it for. Right. With an eye on the future, are there any brands that are working that you think are working towards being more ethical? I think that the concept of being ethical runs like a very wide gamut. 
I think that like wanting to be a brand that is completely green from what I understand is quite challenging and there's like a lot of like mixed things people there's this concept of like greenwashing yeah so I think you know obviously Gabriella Hearst is like the first luxury brand that's gone completely eco-friendly um and or maybe it's Chloe because she's also the designer there yeah isn't Stella McCartney too Stella was like the first ever but I'm saying in terms of just and it just shows you how to how ahead of the game she was yeah it's incredible I think that it's really challenging and it's really expensive and I think that you know the best part about being like an ethical brand ultimately is being willing to learn and shift your company in ways that will be more supportive of the environment yeah could we Jump into accessories. What's the most important to you? Shoes, bags, jewelries? I mean, I know it's not an accessory, but like coats. Coats. Coats forever. You know that I love coats. There's nothing like women. Like you have, like a, you have like a shoe rack. Like I've had a coat closet. I've never not had a coat closet wherever I live. I see you transitioning into coats. though. your coat game is definitely stepping up. I just did a podcast and one of the Q&A was what's my favorite accessory. And I said... You know, it, it's always been shoes until you got in my head about and I never understood you saying that coats was your number one, you know, accessory that you collected. And now I'm like, I have a lot of coats. Like I got a lot of coats over the years. Even like thinking about like coats makes me happy. Like I just love coats. That was the hardest part about being in Florida for me. Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine. I didn't see my coats for a very long time. Honestly, the best part about being in L.A. because every nonsensible coat was like perfect for LA. Yeah. And that's that's a big element of like my coats. Like I need the weather to change so I can like wear my coats because right now all I have are like puffers. Yeah. How can you use accessories to upgrade a look or your wardrobe? Well, I think what's great about a coat and especially living in Manhattan is it doesn't matter what you're wearing underneath. If the coat is good, the coat is good. That's all you need. Yeah. I think that the whole point of an outfit is that it all plays together. Right. You know, so everything's there to complement. I'm a big believer in every element of the outfit complementing one another rather than having one particular standout piece. But and we talk about this a lot, just you and I separately, but proportion is everything. What's your must have right now in your wardrobe? Leggings. (laughs) (laughs) Aside from leggings, like what's like your favorite, most special piece that you have in your wardrobe? My favorite, most special piece. I feel like you keep you keep things for a long time. Forever. My favorite piece in my closet is probably a vintage coat that I have, a vintage suede coat. Which one? Have it's I like, seen it? Yeah, it's a like you've commented on it. It's like brown suede and then it has a darker brown suede collar. And I got it in a vintage shop in Paris. And I love it because of the way that it like goes around my belly. It's a coat that like annoys people when I tell them that that's where I got it. I know. People are like, they want to answer. Yeah, it's like that good. So I I think that, oh, and I have, I feel like I've just been doing like a lot of like oversized like men's knits. Like there's this brand Officine General that's like a men's company that I've been wearing a lot of. Brandon loves their stuff. The pants that I've been wearing nonstop throughout my pregnancy are actually um, these Marc Jacobs Heaven skater like nylon pants 
which are that sounds cool and they're really cool and like i because i've been trying i the one thing i'm kind of trying to avoid is like maternity wear like yeah. you know the other day i wore this like slip dress and it was like i liked it because like the silhouette felt like different than like what i'd seen being it's interesting to be doing what i do for a living there is some good maternity wear though so you shouldn't be afraid of it a thousand percent i'm not against it it's more i think as a stylist i'm like adamant about like finding my own way being able to buy things yeah that you could wear after pregnancy and beyond my next question for you is color how important is color in a wardrobe i think the right color is very important in a wardrobe i wouldn't say like necessarily all color but i'm not like find your colors yeah i think that the biggest conversation the biggest point of like this entire conversation is focusing on like what works for you like, you can feel inspired by trends. You can feel inspired by, like, what you're seeing on Instagram. But at the right. end of the day, like... You make it work with your body or so. It has... Like, you should be the priority. Like, your your skin tone, your, like, body type. Like, all those things should be... Should come first. And then you'd be shocked to see how much better you would like how you look. There are so many people out there, though. And, like, I, I'm guilty of it, too. Like, I sometimes feel that way, this way as well. But it's, like... Sometimes it's like you just don't even want to think about like you just want someone to tell you what to wear and what to do. Like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I wish like Danielle could just be here and just like put clothes out for me. Like I can't or even McKate, like I just can't I can't figure out. I don't, it's like something I just don't want to deal with. It's very rare that it happens to me. But like when I get into those moods, I think like there are so many people out there who have like no interest in fashion, you know, and they just want someone to tell them like what to wear to look cool or good because they don't want to deal with it. Totally. But I think the thing that what people are missing and what you're missing when you're saying it is like in terms of being cool and good, it's like all that comes from like within. No, I get it. You know, and I know that's like annoying to hear, but it's like for me, like when I think of clothing and the way that like I dress, it's like it's a form of expression. And I know that you feel that way as well. Yeah. You know, and I think sometimes you just don't feel great. And I think sometimes on the days you don't feel great, you should probably be even more inclined to like look like really find something that's going to make you feel good when you put it on. But, you know, for me as a stylist, when I'm doing that for people, I don't dress my clients in their day to day life. I do it when they're doing a press tour because right. they're dealing with a million things and it's high pressure situations and it's intimidating situations and it's exhausting situations that I want to know that like while they're sitting answering like the same question for the hundredth time in like a room in a hotel, you know, from a different like, you know, press outlet that they can look down and be like, oh, I love this dress, you know? Yeah. And just like feel good or they're on a red carpet and there's a million cameras and maybe, you know, you got like a weird text before you walked onto the carpet that's like in your head. But like, right. And like, you're like, well, but it doesn't matter. I know I look good. You know, I know that like these photos are going to come out and like I'm going to look incredible. It's so true. You know, I think, you know, style for me has always not only been and I think we talked about this in um, our last chat, but like style has always been a sense of armor for me and a source of power. And I think that the whole point of like trends and things like that is to kind of give you ideas of like what might work. But you really ultimately have to just trial and error until you're like okay i know this looks good so i love this color it's super trendy but like let me get it in this shape because that shape looks really good on me right okay we're gonna play a game i played this game with nikki a while ago on the podcast called love it or lose it 
Okay, so basically you're gonna say you're gonna say yes or no. First one is a square neckline. I like a square neckline. I think it really depends on, you know, your bust and your shoulders. Do you see that a lot? I don't really see square necklines a lot. I think the brand Kate actually like pioneered the square neckline back into into like into stores like it's so crazy i was like online shopping the other day and i was like so many like brands that reminded me of like her first collection where there were so many bodysuits with square necklines oh that sounds pretty okay next hoodies under blazers yeah sure like you do that yeah like i'm not mad at that yeah (laughs) platform shoes like the new Versace shoe that is like everywhere. It's so funny that you're bringing that up because um, also that. Do you remember how obsessed I was with this Mary Kate I was look? just going to say that. I was going to oh say that you picked this outfit. One of the things I always loved about someone like Mary Kate, like body type is like you can do a platform. Yeah. And like have it work. Like I don't want to be rude to you, but because maybe you've tried it. But like this, this, this trend is not for us. Yeah. No. It's like you get way too you're you need to be like petite and um you can fully uh, petite in ter- in terms of height. Yeah. Like Nan- Nancy rocks up. Yeah. Like I don't like this is not meant for the tall girls. No. Sweatpants, leisurely bottoms. I mean, if you would ask me this a year ago, I would say I don't think I even owned a pair of like you know, pre-pandemic. Yeah. I don't like I think I was the only girl in college that didn't own a pair of sweatpants. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I I don't love a sweatpant, you know. No, you've never been a sweatpant person. Yeah, I don't love a sweatpant. You really haven't. Michael likes a sweatpant. At home. But I don't think he would, like, leave. I feel like I've seen him in, like... He likes a nylon, like, sports pant. You've is definitely seen it. it. Yeah, yeah, more of, like, a running pant. Okay. <laughs> he likes a utilitarian Mini- pant. Oh, so that trend works for him. Definitely. He feels good. He feels I, good. Well, I think pants. also a utilitarian look works way better for men. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mini skirts. Love a mini skirt. I wore one last night. Yeah, I saw. I liked it. I also love like the way minis, like the last Mew Mew show, like all the mini skirts and like crop tops. Like I, I just, I love that whole collection. I saw a skirt on Kate. The Kate show that was really cute. It was like rouged and it had like an elastic waistband. Yeah. Mini skirts. I'm very pro. Like I look forward to wearing it. Like I it's interesting because like when you can't wear certain things like right now, I'm like, oh, I'd love to wear a mini skirt. You know, what about tights with skirts and pants? Do you like the, that trend? Yeah, I just I you know what? There's one trend that I hate. What is it? A pattern tight. I hate a pattern tight. There's nothing that bothers me more. I never bought a pattern tight. I just, I have a real problem with pattern tights. I, yeah, I, I agree. I just don't think it ever looks good. Like, I don't, it never looks good. It definitely doesn't look good in photos. No. And it never looks classy. I just think it just never translates, I guess, however that person's intending. I want to know where the photo is of the pattern tight that got everyone <laughs> thinking that it was a good idea. <laughs> For real life. Like maybe for like a photo shoot, I guess it could create something like interesting, but no, still no, no. still no for me. Okay. Power bohemian florals. Is that the Oscar kind of? Yeah, I think for a certain type of woman. Yes. I not. I'm not a big. You're not a pattern person. 
I'm not not a pattern person, but if I am a pattern person, this is not the pattern. Yeah. But then like a brand like Balenciaga did floral or even like a brand like Commission did floral and I thought it was so chic. So I think it's all in the way that you do it. Yeah. Low rise pants. I love a baggy low rise pant. Mm hmm. Like just but like a tight like what was it? What were they called? Frankie B's. But I love I love, love, love a baggy low rise pant for sure. But mm -hmm. a tight low rise pant. I mean, talk to me in a year when I'm not carrying not <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, a, I mean, if you can do it. Color clashing, color blocking. Yeah, I think color blocking, if it's done right, is like actually like an amazing art form. Like, I love it. But I think when it's right, it's so good. But I also feel that yeah. it's kind of been like that's something a trend that's been like overdone to me. Yeah. Tractor Trek sole boots. That's, oh, my God. That, no, that's a no for, for me. me. That is trendy. That's a trend I don't like that. Never. Not for I me. I never liked that. OK. Chunky loafers. No. Yeah. I mean. I like not a chunky loafer. You, you, you. I could see you liking that, but that's definitely not for me. Yeah, I like a chunky loafer. I love like a men's bro very much. I like a loafer. I don't like chunky loafers. I like both. I don't know what this is. Regency core, like Bridgerton. That's what I was telling you. Oh, Bridgerton. Yeah. I mean, not for me. Mm -hmm. And also, like, if a girl like showed up wearing something like that, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's so cute. You know, like, right. But like, mom would love that. Like, if one, if I you think so, I feel like if I showed up to like. A party in a dress like that, mom would be like beside herself. I'm like super. You could do this, girly, but like you have I, this. You I know what? It's so this. funny when I think about pregnancy. I think of this Amelia Wickstead dress that you wore once. My favorite. I still have, and it. I like my floral. Yeah, one. like I'm fully borrowing that in May. I, like yeah, I like I totally need I need to wear it because I'm like that's a great um baby shower dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's true but it's such a beautiful yeah dress. well it's like that would probably be the only time that i would like dream about wearing like a dress like that you know plaid academia plaid not for me but i just don't really like plaid like if i was gonna if i like plaid probably it would read more grunge mm -hmm. than it would um like i love there's the saint laurent like um i call it like a jar like a jordan catalano flannel from my so-called life also again dating myself but it was like this faded flannel and it was the only thing I've ever bought on like the real real because I was like, I have right. to get this flannel. But I like like a grunge flannel. I do not like an academia like tartan flannel personally. Yeah, me neither. I like a grunge flannel. I like flannel cutouts. I love a cutout. My wedding dress had a cutout. <clears throat> it did. So pretty. Yeah, I love a cutout. That actually doesn't feel very on brand for you. So now that I think about it, it doesn't. It's so funny because I remember when we did the fitting and they showed me the option. I was like, you know what? Like if I was ever I think everyone just would expect me to be so conservative that I love yeah. the idea of kind of having a, a hint. Yeah. And I think a cutout like again, like if you when you can like do it. Yeah. Loud logos. No, no. <laughs> I don't like logos. I don't like anything that like, you know what I don't I don't. That's just not the way I I approach fashion. Yeah, no, at all. No, I know. What about um, bra tops? Um, no, it's hard to judge off of these photos. No, but it's also just I think if like if I were in college, maybe like I would have. But really, probably not because like bust. Again, this is a trend that 
I can, I, I get it. Like the girls you couldn't pretty, do, but like yeah. I couldn't do. And like, that's the whole thing about trends is like, just like knowing like your role. Yeah. And doing yourself a favor of being like, this is a cool trend, but like, I'm not, I'm just not going to look like myself. So I'm not going to feel good. Right. It's like, no. Is there anything else before? Cause we're running out of time. Is there anything else that like the listeners should know about fashion style right now, getting dressed every day, like any last tip that we can leave them with? I think that when you're getting ready during the day, if like, there's something you can add on that's going to like make you feel good. Give you a little like. Yeah. Pep in your step. Um, do it. Like I think, you know, making or that's an opportunity to splurge where it's like you have a bag that you like love and maybe you're running around and you're having a stressful day. But then like you put your bag down on the table and you're like, oh, this bag is so good. It's like just yeah. things that spark joy, like add them into your wardrobe. You know, and in terms of trends, you know, just be mindful and put yourself first because like the trend might be good for, you know, some people, but might not be right for you and you'll end up wasting money. So I would just say also just to be more mindful in terms of cost when approaching a trend. That's a good, a good tip for me. Yeah. This was so much fun. I love talking fashion with you, even though we talk about this every single day. <laughs> Where can people see your work? I guess your Instagram, right? I mean, like when I post, I'm getting better. Do you want to get? Yeah, she doesn't really post that much. But if you want to get inspired by a lot of her work and her occasional self promotion, which really doesn't happen often, you can follow Danielle at Danielle Goldberg. Yeah. And thank you to all the listeners out there. You can find more about me on Instagram at Ariel Charnas and at somethingnavy.com. You can reach out to us with any questions about the podcast or who you want us to bring on next. DM us on Instagram at somethingnavy. See you next week. That's a wrap for today's episode of In-House. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more thoughtful discussions and amazing guests. Make sure you follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course... Follow me at Ariel Charnis and at Something Navy. See you next week.